Welcome everybody to Movies for Lunch. Bet you thought we were dead. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't. No we're alive! We we're still yeah. here. In some ways we Just were in dead. Spirit. Yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. Just mentally. We're dead behind the eyes. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a busy, busy few weeks. Yeah, it has been. We haven't been able to connect really, mm. line up our lunch schedules. Mm, mm, mm. I hurt my back. Yeah. A lot of things happened. Lots. But we're going to make up for it. Yeah. A jam-packed episode. Yep. Big news dump. And we're going to review our Oscar picks because that happened. <laughs> did. A year, a year ago. A <laughs> yeah. month ago. A month ago. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started. Do you want to start with your news? I have a couple pieces of items of news and I was hoping to get uh, everyone's hot takes. You ready? Ready. The first one. Have we all seen Knives Out? Yes. I have. You saw Knives Out? I seen it. You I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> seen it. I was thinking about how loud I was talking. <laughs> Not what I was saying. You've probably made this so much worse for yourself by telling her that. <laughs> you know? She's going to be fluctuating like crazy now. I, I'm kind of excited for it. I feel like it'll end up just being a... a... Okay, okay. Move okay. on, move on. <laughs> a sequel to Knives Out has been greenlit. Oh. With... Ryan Johnson coming back to write and direct it. But he's going to do it kind of like an Agatha Christie anthology series where, like, did you ever read or are aware of any of her Poirot stuff where it's same detective, new mystery? It's like James Bond. Uh, right? I, I didn't think that was going to connect with Steph better than Agatha Christie. <laughs> where it's like the timeline doesn't really matter of if it happened before or after. Yes. It's just like same guy. New adventure. It's not really a sequel. Why are we not referencing Sherlock Holmes? Oh, okay. What? I did not Isn't know that it? would be the one to unlock it for you. <laughs> but, yes. So, not necessarily a sequel to Knives Out. The only recurring character will be Benoit Blanc. I think I'm saying that right. Daniel Craig's character. Okay. James Bond. Um, coming back for another mystery. Okay. That makes sense. I'm really excited for this. I, I think that's great. I <laughs> much prefer this to remakes of Agatha Christie movies and novels. Oh, yeah. Although they're make Kenneth yep. Branagh is also remaking I know. Jewel on the Nile. Yep. Whatever. Death on the Nile. The, what, something. Yeah. Which I didn't think the last... I didn't think Murder on the Orient Express did very well, mm, but I it guess it's fine. It, it made enough money to justify this, but I can't see how this is going to. I feel like, honestly, something like Knives Out probably took the wind out of his sails. Maybe. Where that movie is just so... It's so much fun. and mm -hmm. so classy. Yep. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I really... W I want to see him create another cast of eccentric, weird characters for uh, Daniel Craig to interact with. I think it's great. How long do you think he can keep this going? Like, you think he's got enough creative juice in him to do, like, five or six of these? That might be his cap. That's hard, though, because what was so successful at Knives Out is it kind of played within the genre... How, how many times can you do that? Yeah. I don't know. He's a pretty creative guy. All right, great. There was a teaser for Stranger Things Season 4. Have either of you seen that? Yes. No. You didn't see it? Mm -mm, I haven't seen it. Have you seen Season 3? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Have you seen any of them? <laughs> yes. Oh. I've seen Seasons 1 and 2. How oh. come you haven't seen Season 3? It's just never happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay then. Uh, let's not talk about this because there is a spoiler. Oh. In this uh, teaser to season three. Somebody. I mean, are you going to watch it? I mean, I've meant to. I started to, but I didn't get very far. You should. I actually think I I like all of the seasons, but I feel like 
even people who thought season two was underwhelming really liked season three in comparison. Hmm. Okay, okay, well, somebody is alive. Yes. That if you saw season three, you maybe thought wasn't alive. Oh, well, now I know. How do you know? I mean, that's person who dies, I'm going to know they're not dead. Yeah, maybe. Maybe more than one person dies at the end of season three. That's also could be a thing. There's an after, there's an after scene, like an after credit scene in season three that hints towards someone being alive mm-hmm. or being held captive somewhere. And I was, I was certain that the person that it's now revealed to be, that it would not be that person so that it wouldn't undercut that death. Because once you do that, there's, you kind of eliminate some of the stakes. Yep. I totally agree. But this is the last season, right? Yeah. There's been rumors they might do a fifth season, but yeah, I think this is probably the last one. I guess that's a good point. Have either of you watched Jane the Virgin? No. A little bit. Hmm. Well, it's just a a debt. Or, I mean, a death. (laughs) Thinking about it. Thinking about debt? Am I talking loud enough? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I broke her again. I'm sorry. (laughs) Somebody comes back to life. From the dead and it's uh in that kind of show does that i so thought that was a, more of a, a comedy it's a com it's, it's a, a comedy parody. that makes fun of telenovelas which do that all the time okay Soap opera. but i do not know how they did it where it surprised me so much because it did get me i gasped all right next piece of news the director of the first doctor strange movie left on citing creative differences with mark with marvel He's a very prolific horror director. His name's Scott Derrickson. And so for a while, the announced Doctor Strange sequel, Doctor Strange in the uh, Ma- Multiverse of Madness. Oh, he's kind of... Right? That's it. Okay. Didn't have a director, and they announced Sam Raimi... Oh, yeah. ...would be stepping in to direct the sequel. Sam Raimi is also a horror film director, but also directed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. Mm. So people are excited because... I think this is probably the type of horror they wanted the Doctor Strange sequel to be, which is campier, like the Evil Dead movies yep. that Sam Raimi did. Yep. And I'm sure Scott Derrickson wanted to go kind of lean into like straight on horror that he's because he did like the what the Sinister movies, I guess some of the Conjuring maybe. He's like that's more of his realm of horror movies that he's done. But it's also fueled speculation that since this is a movie probably dealing with a multiverse, that do you think the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man might make an appearance? <laughs> they have the rights to that now, don't they? Well, they don't, but they, I mean, they have that agreement with Disney, or sorry. Sony. Yeah, Sony, that they they probably could. Yeah, maybe. What do you think of that news, though? I'm excited. That's all I've got. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't know what I'm to tell you. I'm not even that. I don't care. <laughs> Steph doesn't care. This isn't I mean, gonna, maybe I'll care. This isn't going to change whether or not you would see the movie no. anyway. I will say this. This isn't the first director to leave a Marvel project over creative differences, but this is probably the first time where their replacement director has got me as much, if not more, excited for the movie. Yeah, that's probably, probably the only time that's ever happened for me, that a replacement director has ever made me more excited. Yeah, because even though... So Edgar Wright was supposed to do the first Ant-Man, left... Peyton Reed directed it. It was it's a fine movie, but the entire time I'm thinking, I wonder what Edgar Wright's would have been because yeah. there's no way to prove this, but you just feel like it would have been more interesting, better, less generic. That's probably why he left. But I feel like this will be the only time where I'm watching the movie thinking, 
I probably will like this better than what the alternative would have been. Yeah. Well, good segue into our next piece of news. Another director leaving a long-planned project. It's been pushed back a couple years, but still very much in production. Fifth Indiana Jones movie. Oh, wow. Steven Spielberg departed it, and it's rumored that James Mangold, who did Ford v. Ferrari, Logan, 310 to Yuma, is the replacement director. Really? Yeah. Is Spielberg producing it still? He is. He's, he would still be involved. Why did he leave? I yeah. have no idea. He just did. His uh, his like official statement is to like let like a newer generation or younger generation's voice like into the franchise or whatever. But I mean, he's remaking West Side Story, so I don't think he's really <laughs> concerned with like him being involved with other projects or just doing something fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really weird. It's even weirder because that is weird. I, I thought he would want. I thought the only basically the only reason he was even involved with this was to correct. Uh, the mistakes of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and basically be like I'm gonna end on a high note and like leave this franchise did he direct that one? he did he's directed all four of them and Harrison Ford is back for this fifth one he's still involved yeah when is that supposed to come out? next year the for, the 40th year uh, anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark wow wow well he's good Mangold's good yeah he's a lot more reliable these days than Spielberg you know that's a fair point What's going on with Spielberg? Like, how did he... I don't know. Just the last, last probably five to ten years of his movies are just kind of... Is he just getting old? They're not bad enough for him to do, like, any real self-reflection, I don't think. No, they're just perfectly fine. Some of them I even, like, I like The Post. I yeah. like Lincoln, but yeah. I don't... I never think about those movies. It's only when I see them referenced where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, those are good movies. He's just the... He's the kind of director... He's basically been able to do whatever he's wanted for, like, 40 years. Yeah. And so I think he just does what he wants, and he's an older guy now, so he wants to do soft, reflective, historical dramas. <laughs> like You could argue maybe he's, like, out of touch with what people want, but I also just feel like there's nothing to really challenge him. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what the last truly great Spielberg movie was. Is Has there been a, a really great one since Saving Private Ryan? I don't know. Like Catch Me If You Can is a lot of fun. I did. I and Minority did. Report is fun, but yeah, I would I would count those as great. Not like not great though. Like they're better than they're they're real good. But are you thinking? <laughs> are you comparing them to? I mean, like Ready Player One, like the last batch of movies that have come out. Like no. think of like an iconic Spielberg movie. I can't think of one. Nothing's reached the heights of Saving Private Ryan no. since that movie. No, that's but I don't twenty know. years that's, ago. That's I would still. If he came out with Minority Report or Catch Me If You Can now, I would be like, oh, these are as, you know, these are in the same league, at least. They're not as good, but they're in the same league okay. as his his best movies, I would say. They're not, like, iconic or anything, but they're, like, they're, they're still, like, a lot of fun and great and really entertaining. Okay. Whereas, like, the last 15 years, or I don't know when all those other movies came out, but, like... Basically, since War Horse, I would say. I like Lincoln, and that was the year no, after No, they're War all likable. Like, they're all, like, good. They're just, like, they're just, like, fine. Well, the name Spielberg doesn't do anything anymore. No, right. I don't hear his name and be like, I've got to see that. Yeah. That's going to be great. Yeah. Or at least interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next piece of news. Bob Iger has announced that he will be leaving Disney at the end of this year. He is the CEO of oh, Disney. Why? How old is he? Is he retiring? He's 60, I think, right? Yeah. 
uh, probably just because it's probably a pretty stressful job <laughs> and he is in a really good place right now like he's a, a quiet you know it's, and things are pretty quiet like they're not about to acquire somebody or they're not about to launch anything so it's probably as good a time as any to yeah, he can leave on top change, yeah, go uh, travel the, change world. the guard you think that's really why he's going is he's like, look, we just had like a pretty much our most successful year. We just launched a huge streaming service. And yeah. so I'm, I'm out. Pretty much the most successful decade in a long time. Yeah. In a long time. And the most successful year within that decade. Yeah. So I would, I mean like, yeah, he's 60. I don't know. Some of those CEO types, they're like workaholics. And I mean, he's, he still will be with the company. Like he's chairman of the board and yeah, that kind of thing. But, uh, I think it's a good move. Maybe not a great time to start traveling the world, but <laughs> he got out at a great time. <laughs> and, like, it's true. Like, got out before anyone could really blame him for anything. Yeah. Like, so he's not leaving in the middle of, like, a turmoil. or not like a pushed out trend. by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done, Mr. Iger. All right. It's my segment again. Stream Wars. Is it real? Pluto TV. Okay. It's already out. So it's owned by Viacom, who owns a bunch of channels. It's free. It has live and on-demand content, kind of like Sling and some other live TV apps. Launched in 2014, there are a bunch of channels. And they you've got Bloomberg, Cheddar, which is a channel, I guess, CNBC, MSB, MSNBC, CBSN, and many others. It has, like off-brand sports channels like they have channels very specific content channels so they have channels that are just named things like in sports you'll find choices like fight world poker tour impact wrestling a dedicated sports news network glory kickboxing and the big sky network in the entertainment section there are reruns of reality and documentary episodes of dennis the menace thunderbirds and older tv shows other similar channels include slow tv which shows relaxing imagery pluto tv travel and cats 24 7. it's available now pluto tv hmm i don't feel like that was a great pitch which makes me think it's real you would have worked harder on a fake pitch (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a terrible idea i also wonder if it's real because there's part of that that you seem to not know it existed which you could have just added to throw us off your scent. It's hard to tell just from the content alone because enough of that seems dumb enough that it could be real. I think what, I think what we've learned with, with this latest segment is you can't judge the truth based off how stupid you think. The idea is. Yeah, or like the content they're delivering. I think it's real. I want it to be real. So I'm going to say it's also real. You got it. It's real. So there are stupider things on here that I cut out because I was like, I don't know. I thought it would just be too much. So you'll also find Wipeout, a network that only runs shows reruns of the popular game show (laughs) and various iterations from different countries, as well as Nosy. These are channels, mind you which shows reruns of the Jerry Springer show and the Mari show. Meanwhile, the curiosity section features science TV, docu TV, and even a NASA live stream. 
There are Pluto TV sitcoms uh, offering a selection of older comedies like Third Rock from the Sun and The Lucy Show and a Spanish language channel called Pluto TV Cine. I feel like you should have put that in. That would have made me question more that it was <laughs> real. Yeah. Because um, it's so stupid or what? Yeah. Oh, the well, cats The cats thing really threw me too. Yeah, cats 24-7. I thought that would get you. That I was thought the part if I, that had, I was like, that's too stupid not to be real. I thought if, if there were too many details, you'd be like, oh, this sounds real. They're adding two British-specific channels, including a permanent 24-7 Made in Britain lineup that airs British-centric films and shows. The other is British Apocalypse, a temporary theme channel that highlights apocalypse and destruction films in British settings. <laughs> how, how random is that? That's amazing that there's enough to justify that. So this is the channel that when we were brainstorming the last one we made, we were like, oh, who owns Comedy Central and, like, MTV? It's Viacom. And we're like, oh, what if Viacom had one? They do. Well, they already have it. They got it this time. Dang it. Oh. I was hoping yeah. uh, you'd think it's fake. But Have we Have you ever Have we ever guessed it correctly? I don't think so. Wow. We just broke your streak. All right. We're and now... We're pretty terrible, actually, statistically. We're going to be handing out our list that we made. Ah, the old pink. You hear the paper rustling? Mm -hmm. We are, uh, we're analog here today. Uh, our ass, our asker, our Oscar picks. <laughs> our Oscar picks. <laughs> That's the porn parody of yeah. the Oscars. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to go through and we're going to announce the winners. Uh, Steph, sorry, you don't get a pen. I only have two. Why do I have a pen? So I guess you don't need one. which one won. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Add up your points. Oh, all right. All right, we're going to silently add up our points. No, 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 let's go through. Okay. Yeah, let's start at the bottom and go through. Okay. Best original screenplay. That's the last one. Yep. Um, the winner was... Yeah. Parasite 1. So I did not get that right. So I got that wrong. I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Zeros all around. Okay. Adapted screenplay. Uh, Jojo Rabbit one. Yep. So oh. I got that wrong. I also got that wrong. I got that wrong, but I did star it saying I think I it should That's win. what you wanted to win, yeah. That's what I wanted to okay, win. Okay, zeros still. Animated feature. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. All right. I got that right. Me too. We all have one point. Do oh you have gosh. it right, Steph? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Here we go. One point. We're in a tie. Dead <laughs> heat. Yeah. All right. Director. Bong Joon-ho won. We, did we all guess Sam Mendes? Yes. Yeah. I did. Oh boy. We neck and neck. Terrible. Oh, it's so suspenseful. All right, move over the page. Okay, I actually think I'm going to... Okay. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern. Marriage I story. also picked Laura Dern. Oh. Who'd you have, Steph? Margot Robbie. Oh. oh. Chris and I have pulled ahead. We've oh. taken the lead. Supporting Actor. Supporting Actor. Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I said Tom Hanks. I got it right! <laughs> what did you say, Steph? Anthony Hopkins. Wait, who, what are some of the other names on here? <laughs> What's that one? Joe Pesky. <laughs> Pesky Joe! <laughs> Pesky Joe. Oh, when will we catch him? <laughs> All right, well, Chris has taken a short, a very small, One insignificant lead. lead. Best actress. Yeah. Renee Zellweger. Which I got right. I also got right. I did not get right. Oh, we're leaving Steph in the dust. See you, Steph. All right, I'm at, so I have three points. You have four? Yeah. 
and Steph has one point for those at home at keeping track. Okay, two more categories left. What could happen? Best actor, I put Walking Phoenix. Adam Driver. I also put Walking Phoenix. Can I give you an, an honorary point, Steph? Because that's who should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Doesn't mean anything because we're all so far ahead of you. <laughs> I knew that's why you were doing it. <laughs> Best picture. I had 1917, which was wrong, but Parasite won. What did I, did I say 1917? I don't know what you said, but you, got it you wrong. were wrong. <laughs> you had three marked. Oh, well, yeah, I, def I definitely didn't choose Parasite. I didn't. I marriage story. Oh, man. You know, guys, I thought maybe I would be dethroned as the most trusted uh, host for movies for lunch, <laughs> but I wasn't. No huh? victory for me. <laughs> well, good job for you, Chris. Bully for you. <laughs> Bully for you. Hour for hour, movies watched in our lifetime. <laughs> I, I held my own against you. <laughs> that is that is a fair point. I also criticized Chris for almost losing these lists. <laughs> they were right here I, this whole time, and I had no idea. I knew they had been collected. Perhaps even doctoring them in the intervening weeks since we last spoke to our listeners. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Chris. Thank you very much. It uh, feels good. I'm I'm a big enough man to call you the most trusted person on this podcast. Oh, wow. Steph? Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, that means a lot. <laughs> Do you want to make a speech? No. What are you going to do this weekend to celebrate your new... your? I'm going to say you, whatever comes into my head. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> Most trusted. All right. Our next segment, Steph. Oh. Will you share your, <laughs> your movie fact? Your I movie have lots. Lots. Well, well, can you share the best movie fact you have? Well, I mean, they're all around Batman. Oh. Well, in that because case. Because I'm a huge Batman fan. Of as course. To, oh, as yeah, previously that's true. mentioned <laughs> yeah. in the podcast. Su Batman super fan. Batman-themed trivia. Many of you don't realize this because you're only listening to us, but Steph dresses up as a character from Batman for every episode we record. A different Batman character. Some of them are really obscure and we have to guess what they are. Today I am an extra. <laughs> she is a Gotham citizen. What year did Batman first appear on television? On television or in a film? On television. 1962. I'm going to say 63. No. 1943. Oh, my gosh. Most people think it's 1968, because that was... No, 1966, because that was his first well-known appearance, but... In what? World War II uh, propaganda videos? Wow. It says oh. his first well-known TV appearance was 1966 in a TV show called Batman. <laughs> I'm familiar. Go figure. <laughs> Uh, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. That uh, ran till 1968. But wow. the first TV appearance was actually in 1953 or Four. 1943. <laughs> Can you name all the actors who have played the beloved role? Hold on, I'll count probably how many the, there are. Probably not the 1940s one. Yeah, yeah. But the other ones. Because there's a couple. There were a couple like. Nine. There's nine. Okay, let's start most recent and go backwards. Okay. Okay. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Got that right. I bet Will Arnett is on there. Yes. Christian Bale. Yes. Michael Keaton. Sorry, we'll go. We'll go yes. George Clooney. Yes. Val Kilmer. Hey, yes. you're skipping me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton. Now yes. Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton. Adam West. Yes. There were two that played him in some like 
videos that came out in like the 40s or 50s about Batman. There's no way I could know who they're... Who, I have no idea who played him. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Okay, Robert Lowray Ray? and Louis G. Wilson. Yeah. They're in these weird, like, they're movies from the 40s. One is, like, with Batman and Robin. Another one's just Batman. And they're, like, kind of loosely even tied to, like, what Batman's, like, general M.O. and storyline is. Adventure movies that they slapped Batman into. Uh, they did that kind of a lot in the 40s. Any other stuff? A bill of $1 million was raised to ensure real penguins could be used in the filming of Batman Returns. Oh, I think I this did know that. This was spent on cooling food and accommodations and shipment. These penguins aren't cheap. No, oh. but they were worth it. Yeah. Thank you for those facts, Steph. Those were lovely facts. Citizen Gotham Citizen. Feels like it. Here's one that might interest you. Uh, yeah. Batman in the original outfit, his ears couldn't fit into the Batmobile because the vehicle was so low. I did know this. The Mike, this is Michael Keaton in 1989. He also, the way that the costume was constructed out of the rubber, it was so cumbersome and he couldn't really move. He couldn't be ever, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeons were out for blood. <laughs> a group of pigeons <laughs> just flew directly at the truck. Oh, wow. That was so scary. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> sorry. All right. Anyways. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you were saying? I was saying uh, the Michael Keaton suit, he couldn't really move in it. And so he couldn't jump in and out of the Batmobile as was required. So there's a shot of him there through careful editing they were able to show him start to get into the Batmobile and then just be already in it sitting down oh very nice well this is another successful episode oh we've really done it our weekly episode that we've always done and we've stuck to that schedule religiously yeah never, we, we love never doing let it our weekly. listeners down <laughs> you can always count on us uh, <laughs> yeah. showing up at the same regular consistent time yeah. in your news feed if you have any suggestions of anything you want us to talk about any other future actor fights let us know. Bye. Bye. Bye.